Hello and welcome to the Hespect MMA podcast, where we cover MMA's hottest headlines, fight card bouts, fighter drama, discuss fight predictions, media giants, and basically all things MMA related. Made by fans, for the fans. This is your host, Hespectful Keith, and I'd love for you to come and join me here, often visited by special guest and best friend of mine, codenamed Throblow as we share our memories, takes, and opinions on the frequently changing landscape that is MMA. Now, without further ado, let's MMA and chill. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, just trying to adjust here. Oh wow, that uh I don't know what you did, but the the echoey noise is uh is gone. Or not gone, but much less drastic. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm in uh a, a different room here compared to that little Yeah, that room is like super echoey, so Okay, yeah. It's <laughs> this a lot one better. Has a little more filling, some more uh sound uh absorbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just do it with a blanket over your head, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably what they used to do. Uh, let me just text Sandro here. Might be coming in. Oh, yeah. Uh, just want to pull up some more info. For us to refer to. Oh, my God. I haven't been on Anchor in so long that I forgot all my shit. <laughs> Sign in there. Guess we'll do a soft welcome back to any listeners. Probably all gone yeah. by now, you know. <laughs> yeah, or they forgot about it and it'll just pop up and they'll be like, oh yeah, those guys <laughs> exist. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what's up, everybody? October 25. What the fuck? When was the last one? Uh, I'm trying to look, but she won't let me sign in. What the hell? Oh, damn. Okay, here we go. Log into, log in into the Hespect MMA podcast. Where's our uh, episodes here? Let's check the stat board. Last one was May, May 7th. <laughs> oh, damn. It's like 10, no, like five months ago. Yeah, it just took a Is huge that layoff. Yeah. yeah. Not that we didn't, you know, actively try to get a dozen of them going, but. Uh, yeah, man. Holy shit. Something fell out at some point or another. A lot <laughs> of going back and forth for sure. Again, okay, wait, we which was the last one uh, Sandra was on? Yeah, let's see here. Oh, it doesn't really say in these episodes. Maybe on Spotify. Okay, okay. Check Spotify here. Yeah, I got this oh. uh, one coworker who uh, he actually uh, he's done a couple of rap shows in Toronto, and he had, like he has on Instagram. It's, he only has like three songs on his Spotify, but I was like, "What the fuck? What's that <laughs> doing working here?" Yeah, that's what you gotta do, man. <laughs> He like recently got out of a, like a five year relationship because he was messing around on his girl after shows. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, man, this guy's <laughs> <living it. laughs> yeah. 
That's exactly what he's doing, man. I mean, Connor's living it, right? <laughs> and that's like that's like a very small fraction of what Connor's doing. Yeah, no kidding. Even getting head on the boat with a on the top of his boat. With his yeah. Wife, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Did you, did you like backdoor agreement? Like, let me do what I want, and you can have like basically anything you want. <laughs> Probably, that's how it is. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm gonna. You know, I'm rich and famous now. I'm gonna be sleeping with other women. You've seen the videos, baby. Just, uh, <laughs> just take it. She's like, ah, fine. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, how many athletes, you know, wives are like that? I mean, Tiger Woods, right? That whole shit was messy, <laughs> right? Do you want that, or do you just want to like do what works? Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Yeah. So uh, last episode, Sandra was on was. Uh, UFC 266. Holy shit. Oh, man, that was, that was a while back ago. Back in uh, November 2nd. Yeah, that was Volkanovski, yeah, a featherweight fight, yeah. Uh, okay. Versus uh, Brian Ortega. So Volkanovski, uh, we might actually discuss him because he's in line for a lightweight title shot. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That is. I mean, yeah. It's going to be crazy. I mean, there's still a. You know, a few up-and-coming contenders are lightweight. I mean, it sucks how, you know, Poirier, Gagey, and Chandler are playing touch-butt at the top. <laughs> and then just a wild Islam Makashev just came and, like, claimed the, the king of the hill over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's hey, what... Can you hear me? Sorry, guys. Oh, no problem. What's up, Sandro? Hey, what's hey, up again? How's it going, man? We were just like uh, usual. Problem technology side, but I got there. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, uh, no problem, Throb. Um, yeah, we were actually looking at the last episode you were in. It was uh, back in November last year, still episode twenty, UFC two sixty six with Volkanovski and Brian Ortega. <laughs> there you go. Volkanovski's in the news again, right? The next yeah, man yeah. up. Yes. Yeah, that's so uh, there you go. It's a kind of a nice lineup there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a question. Yeah, I don't know if I'm if I'm off base here or what you guys think, but mm-hmm. does anybody get? Do you, you guys think somebody's legacy has to suffer? And what I mean by that is, Khabib, and I'm, I don't know where I'm going with this. But maybe put me in my place if you need to, but. Khabib spends his entire life beating up on Islam. He steps <laughs> aside so that Islam could come in. Mm-hmm. And now he's trying to make him the pound-for-pound pound best guy when we all know Khabib is still... He still could be the pound-for-pound pound probably if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I... if I just think somebody's legacy has to suffer long-term. <laughs> uh, yeah. I get what we've had that with, with uh, Covington and uh, Usman, right? Like... Two guys that could be champions and all right, but they have somebody, somebody's, you know, Colby's never going to get the uh, recognition because there was one guy better than him. Mm-hmm. So the only difference yeah. here is Khabib stepped aside to allow him. I don't know. You think I'm going down the wrong path there? I'm just, I was just a little ticked off when, when, he, when Volkanovsky at the end, he called them up. And he started being, okay, one of us is going to be pound for pound. Well, hang on. It's Volkanovski. If he steps up and beats the bigger man, he's the guy who solidified his uh, legacy. It's like he's he's trying to. I'm not saying it's easy, but I mean the 
baddest guy in the division stepped aside so he could he could do what he needs to do to be you know the best mm-hmm. i think i'm going i think i you think there's any merit to what i'm saying no for sure i i hear what you're saying like as long as i mean the way khabib left it in his prime as uh as well like his shadow is definitely over <laughs> the division and uh it's definitely highlighted by uh islam makashev now uh taking over the title because it's like he was saying for the longest time you know this guy's gonna be the champ putting the belt beside him uh while while he was still champion khabib and uh makashev was like winning his fights and at the press conference you know khabib's like future champion puts his belt on the table future champion right here uh but yeah like uh what's that what's that term like a uh, gatekeeper you know sometimes yeah. uh you have that guy who's just like he could have been a champion if the number one guy was there and yep. perhaps if there was more situations like where khabib steps aside at the peak of his uh career uh then yeah yeah um maybe there would be less suffering in terms of uh legacies but you know like alexander gustafson colby covington uh yeah those guys like obviously joseph Benavides. could have been champions but uh yeah they uh they were just bested by another guy in their timeline but the difference here is he's stepped aside like he can you imagine like you say you're let's say a brother a younger brother and you spend your entire life where you're dominating him mm-hmm. and then you step aside just in time for him to take over and i get not brothers but you know cousins or whatever mm-hmm. but it it's orchestrated so in the end it's a feel-good story and i love everything khabib says like he's he's a true man of faith and he doesn't he doesn't stray he's not phony he's the real deal but somebody's legacy has to has to get a kick in the ass there because it's like yeah i'm sorry <laughs> that's the way it worked out but islam could have fought a weight division higher he could have fought a weight division lower he could have carved out his own knee. They're they're following each other. So and they're both unfortunately close enough in age that there's no there's no timeline. So in the end, I don't it doesn't matter to me what Islam does. Everybody's gotta think, yeah, you know what? You would have had you would have been you wouldn't have won against Khabib. So the, to me, the pound for pound stuff, I don't I don't want to give that talk because it's a feel-good story for him, but I'm not gonna I just feel like it's it, it's just not satisfying to me. Oh yeah, I get I get what you're saying. It also comes like not just from you know that kind of passing of the torch that Makashev and Khabib are doing, uh, and not just you know one guy ending up a gamekeeper or gatekeeper because someone else is better. You know, there's also like the 135 situation where you know Marab Davalishvili is just like destroying everyone, but he'll never fight for the title because he doesn't want to fight Sterling. Right, mm-hmm. because they're friends, mm-hmm. so kind of the same thing, right? Like Marab's reputation is suffering if he's just going to be the gatekeeper on purpose because he's not willing to fight his friend. Mm-hmm. So, like, well, yeah, I think like in most situations, there's like always you say it will suffer, and that's okay. It is that's a decision. Yeah. Right? Like you can't step in the ring for for those reasons. That's okay. But but I say I I can't I can't in my mind under any circumstance ever look at the Makashev and say okay. You are the greatest. He can't be in that conversation because mm-hmm. he had the greatest guy available there, and it wasn't going to happen. So, either, so, like I said, in the end, somebody's legacy, and for sure, I mean, uh, 
they never met. They chose not to meet. There were other options they could have done it in. And, and not like the Volkanovsky moving up. He's the smaller guy moving up. So mm-hmm. if he wins, that's massive. For the sure. bigger guy doesn't get to be the pound for pound best guy for beating up the little the lighter guy. Like it's it's obviously you fight lighter for a reason. You're looking that you're, you're there's different competition, right? The competition, the heavier you get, technically it should get harder. So sure. and if he does beat Volkanovsky, that's that's great. That's an achievement. But I'm still not. I still can't. Hey, move up a division. Move up, yeah. move up to 170, yeah. and then we'll talk. Or 185. What do you move up a division, and then and then cement your legacy? Yeah, that's something totally Khabib good. didn't do. Khabib stayed in his lane, right? He stayed in his weight. I mean, Khabib walking around weight is he's probably well over 200 pounds. So it's not like he he could have moved up. But obviously, your advantages of being uh, way stronger than your opponents and everything, it changes, right? As you move up, it gets nullified. And you're being a smaller guy, more reach, you're, you can't muscle, uh, overly muscle again. And I think Khabib probably could have moved up and been very successful. I'm not saying he couldn't have, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get it. Um, and that that's why like, I find it uh, fun where others were get frustrated in, in a debate of like, who's the greatest of all time because some people get set on one person or, or, or a handful of people. For me, it's like, you know, we should stop saying maybe of all time or, and more like greatest of this era, you know, because yeah, I... like, you can always just pick like a couple guys here and there who are like they're When you look at their resume, they've like accomplished a lot. Like it's not just about, at least for me, uh, to my subjectiveness, it's not about like wins and losses. How how a lot of people are like, oh, Khabib never lost around, undefeated, all that. Like, yeah, sure, he's he's definitely one of the greatest lightweights, uh, greatest of all time. Hmm. I like a good story. Like, I like a good comeback story. Like, GSP. I like a good story of like uh, dominance. Like uh, even before him, uh, Matt Hughes. You know, um, uh, Fedor. Um, yeah, guys like that uh, who who have just had this like incredible run, you know, some losses in there, but they bounce back and they they would always prove that, you know, I belong at the top and and even though I lose, I can I can come back from it. Uh, that that's something I wish. Uh, well, it's kind of weird, but I, it's not like I wanted Khabib to lose, but I would always be interested in seeing like how would he pick himself uh, up back from that. I guess yeah. uh, the biggest losses of his career was. Uh, losing his father so like i said uh it's always subjective so and and that's the fun part for me yeah like when i think greatest of all time i same thing you said i'd much rather talk about you know an era mm-hmm. or if you're going to talk about like of all time you know mm-hmm. measure by the entire duration of a career beginning to end right after they've retired yeah you know, like, because what, there is absolutely like? yeah there's like a beginning and then there's your you know period on top right where you're on top of the world and then how do you end your career? And, you know, it's just a little less satisfying when Khabib retires undefeated right at the one fight short of an even 30 and having the most title defenses at lightweight. Right? Yeah. It's, it's just like uh, you're getting blue balled here, right? You never really know how, because like how you respond to a loss is big, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's got their eyes right now on uh, Kamaru because this is his first loss, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're all interested to see how he's going to bounce back from that one, for sure. Yeah, so like it's, you almost never see, like, not to say Khabib obviously hasn't faced adversity in a fight, but 
mm. more mental adversity kind of thing. Yeah, and I would feel like more publicized adversity. <laughs> That's what I would like to see. Yeah, because like all the chatter around you, it definitely has an effect, right? Mm, sure. Yeah, I'd like to see if it would have an effect on KPU. So he did pretty good against Connor until he beat him, and then he just let it all out. You know? Yeah. That Connor fight was a little weird. Not weird, but when it first happened, I thought Khabib would just was so much better. But if you think about it, he was about as motivated as he could be. He is probably probably the greatest lightweight ever. Mm-hmm. And yet Connor Connor did half decent. Like like I was expecting more, but when you look at the Khabib's career and you look back at that fight. Mm-hmm. Who else, you know, like besides lot, like surviving, he he was actually competitive. Right, right. No, it's true. Con- Connor can wrestle, man. He can wrestle, and he he wrestled the, his ass off uh, against Khabib. Yeah. You know, there was a couple fouls there, but uh, you got to give it to him. You know, because I was very disappointed after the Connor fight, not because it didn't matter who won, but I, I was hoping it would be like a like one of those uh, classic matches that goes. Five round worth, you know, in the end, in the end, yeah. he just really showed he was superior. Yeah. You know? But he, I mean, Khabib, Khabib is like, Connor is playing a role and Khabib is real. That, that <laughs> angry head was, was real. It was, there's <laughs> yeah. no game. There's no, there's no playing games with, with Khabib. It's, it's real. Mm-hmm. So when you yeah. really think you're fighting for the honor of your family and everything, like, you know could imagine that when you're that talented and you have that motivation, <laughs> it's not going to be a good night for the other guy. <laughs> oh, man. Did he take it to him for sure? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's move on into the into the most recent card that uh, uh, we'd like to discuss here. UFC 280 with uh, Oliveira Makachev as a headliner. Um, did you guys happen to catch any of the fights on the preliminary card? Uh, perhaps Bilal Muhammad, TKO, and Sean Brady? Yeah, that was a good one. How about Bilal and Muhammad, you guys? Spends you one hear... training I think he's camp with, with Khabib. Khabib yeah. yeah, right. And then he gets his uh, first TKO in, like, years, man. Like, ever since, uh, I think, before his loss to... Yeah, before his loss to Luke here. I'm just checking his wiki. Yeah. Yeah, so his first TKO in a while, uh, training with Camp Khabib, man. What do you guys think, man? Is Balal Muhammad on his way yeah, to that, the title? <laughs> that was the most telling thing when he said it's just different. Like like mm-hmm. training with, with 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 the Khabib team, he said it, it's, I forget the term he used, but he said it was just different. Mm-hmm. So I think the intensity, yeah. I think in the, in the end, what may come out of out of the whole Dagestani thing is that they... They train. The, I think they they train heavier. They train harder. They train more dedicated. And everybody trains hard. But obviously, what they're doing is successful because yeah. Insert the next person, and Heap was a much better fighter. He was a better fighter. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Yeah, a lot of people would uh, clown Muhammad actually for for his uh, streak of decisions. Call him. Remember the decision instead of. His usual nickname, yeah. <laughs> remember the name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, yeah, he's so, doing good, man. I mean, especially that last fight, you know, they they both had good wrestling, so it cancels each other out, and, for sure. you know, he just ended up winning on the feet. And but Sean I think Brady has a yeah. lot of hype behind him, too. Like, a lot of people yeah. are like, this guy's going to be, like, coming to the title real soon. I mean, I think at this point, you know, with uh, with 170 right now, at least, 
Bilal Muhammad might actually just be able to wait for a title shot. I mean, unless, you know, Kamzad loses his next fight, because he absolutely has to take a next fight, right, at 170 before he gets a shot, Dana said. <laughs> so I think, you know, Colby obviously wants Edwards, but I mean, there's a little bit more story with his last fight with him being uh, no contest. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and he's like eight-fight win streak, and beyond that, he's 12 for his last 13. Yeah, if it's not the rematch with Usman, I definitely think the story with uh, Leon is there because, you know, that eye yeah. poke and, uh, you know, uh, Blal, you know, got his first finish in how long. Uh, look fucking great with uh, Khabib on his corner. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something I'd be interested in. And then uh, Kamzad, I think they're lining up with Colby anyways. So, yeah. He's out as an like, option. Yeah, like Kamaru's probably going to get the rematch with uh, Edward I, right I may be wrong but I thought I saw that the rematch was made that it was a Oh was it? Here I'll uh, I'm on the rankings page I'll see if they uh, have I, I thought, I, I, thought I saw blurb about it being made the rematch Oh yeah was August 22nd August, August, no that was the last fight Uh you guys talking about Edwards and Usman? Yeah it's yeah. the second one I think oh. they were planning it but it doesn't say anything on the UFC page here Oh you, you know what sorry you know what I'm thinking about uh, who's it Prohaska and the, that's that's the Oh Tajira oh, Glover yeah that's another good one Are we just thinking yeah. that cuz a similar fight where it was Glover was winning you know what I mean like the same <laughs> right thing where basically winning the fight and then it all ended right for sure, Yeah for sure Yeah that's what was in my head yeah Dude, yeah. big ups to uh Pro Shaka who for uh throwing out the uh the public uh challenge to Glover. He's like cuz everyone was like saying, uh, "I don't know if uh that was the best performance from Jiri." And Jiri's like, "I I want to I want to prove it that I'm I'm yeah. better than you. I want to rematch <laughs> to the guy that he already beat." Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a good one for sure. But, yeah. Young guy's gonna keep getting better, right? The older guy doesn't matter your skills. I mean, your skills yeah. diminish. Look at the, was it the Dillashaw, right? Eventually, Oof, yeah. Oof. Does it? You don't know when it's gonna happen, but eventually it diminishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just the nature of growing older. For sure, we will cover him soon too. Um, let's move into the main card then. Uh, you guys uh, happen to catch the Chukagian versus? Fiorot, I, I, oh, I can never say this girl's name, unfortunately. <laughs> I was, it wasn't boring, but at the same time, you know, they're they're both like volume strikers, mm-hmm. and they're so it wasn't like there was anything impactful. A couple of push kicks, I think there was a takedown at one point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a catch weight too. So uh, I don't know who yeah. who was the one that missed weight. Was it Caitlin or? Ah, uh, I'm not sure. Uh. Unfortunately, that was the only fight I missed on the card. That's okay. I I, I was glancing at. I was on the road, so uh, yeah, I yeah. wanted to get into an accident by uh, watching fights. So. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, but uh, let's move on from that one. Uh, respect to uh uh Mana Manon Fiorot. She's the one that got a decision over Caitlin Chukagian. Word up, Manon. Uh, but yeah, the next match is Neil with uh, maybe but I don't know. Get myself in trouble with this, but with with. Uh... Like, I had to skip a fight just because of the timing-wise. Mm-hmm. So I chose that one to kind of skip over. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the watching fighting for a lot of years, the problem with, with when women, women's divisions fight, it can be 
it seems to be spectacular or very uh, pedestrian. Yeah. Although, it, you know what I mean? Like, it could yeah, be. I hear you. I hear you. It can be a spectacular fighter. It can just be like, okay, this nobody's got enough power to knock anyone out. <laughs> going to go down. It's not going to be hardcore ground and pound. It, that doesn't, you know. So maybe I'm just. I just want more action. So when there's a when there's a when there's a fight that when there's a fighter that starts to show dominance and I get really excited, but until that happens, I'm just. It's not that I'm not interested. I'm interested in any kind of fighting, but I don't get excited until you've proven something to me. For sure, there seems to be a lot yeah. of like a lot of fights where it's like the technical the reality is, you know, at their high level, but they there's it's just not exciting. Or you know, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm off on this because I was really on like when the, um, Ronda Rousey. She I mean she made everything exciting. It was I was. Yeah, was, they're, was they're definitely lacking. Tons you know, of how many people about and do that? Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely still in development. A lot of these uh, women's divisions, unfortunately. And then you know, even at the top, you'll still be in that. It, like you said, I didn't. I didn't. A little bit. I did. Did get to see it. Seemed like okay. I've kind of seen this fight many times. With, with different athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And then, and then you at the top level, you know, sometimes you even get duds like uh, Rose and Esparza, that most recent one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, you might have fallen asleep. That's why uh, I, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that one was a real disappointment. Yeah, no kidding. Hopefully, uh, if they find each other again, they can spice that one back up. Um, but yes, uh, back to the lightweights here. Benil, Dariush. This guy gives me uh, the Liam Neeson vibes. Always on a mission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he uh, put away uh, another prospect, you know, Sean Brady going down. And uh, Ma- sorry, Ma- Matus Gamrot. Mr. Gamrot, yes. I'm going to say. Yeah, Dana White's just like, you're, you're fucking my prospects, man. You gotta, <laughs> now i got to promote these boring guys? Yeah, okay, these dude. boring 35-plusers? A man is Benil, like, this guy's like right now in, basically in a Tony Ferguson position because he's just racking up the wins, and uh, none of those fights seem to be, uh, you know, no, no pushovers in his, uh, in his win streak right there, and... Not getting a title shot, man. Uh, and right now, it seems like Usman's going to get a rematch with Edwards. You got uh, Bilal Muhammad uh, also in a similar position. Well, well, that's in a welterweight, so that's okay. But um, right, yeah, that's what I mean by uh, <laughs> Aurier, Gagey, and Chandler be it playing touch, but they, you know, they wait until a title shot is passed, and if they didn't get it, they fight anyone in the top three, right? But how do you get into the top three if no one in the top three will fight you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a catch-22. Lightweight, man. It's just, uh, just a shark I mean, tank. that's what I meant. Like, uh, that's what Islam did, right? No one would fight him because they don't want to fight down. So he was just like, okay, just give me whoever the hell. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you'll get enough wins where they can't deny it and you can jump the pack. And also, that's you like got uh, Big Colby... Brother Khabib trying to set that up, too. Like, hey, they yeah. shot, they shot. Same thing yeah. happened at uh, 170, right? Kamaru, Colby, and uh, uh, Masvidal. Yeah, it was Masvidal. a huge stretch where it was just the three of them. Yeah, Masvidal, he needs to uh, recoup and uh, stop trying to aim at uh, the top players right now because uh, he's been getting spanked up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
for sure. Uh, but yeah, any comments he's on? Got, uh, he's also got that court thing going on, doesn't he, with Colby? That's that's a real thing I read. Oh yeah, yeah. is he still going on with that? I don't know what. Yeah, the, uh, I heard that Colby like was, one of the impediment to him getting back in the ring was that he was dealing with the with the court case now. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was injured or something. Uh, like Colby, I'm not. I'm not sure if uh, Jorge's still tied up in it, but he's he's definitely been trying to talk to Leon ever since. Uh, got that title back so i don't know what's going on well I, you know yeah. what that was the natural fight a long time ago so mm -hmm. i don't blame edwards i wouldn't give Moswell a shot either because he called them out and called them out and called them out mm -hmm. he wouldn't do it yeah so now masvidal needs to sit down <laughs> yeah after that that punch backstage backstage punch that was the fight to happen right yeah you don't do that unless you know there's you know you're trying to sell a story or maybe not sell a story, but you know, you you actually hit someone outside of a fight. You know, that's what sells the story. Yeah. Yep. And he just took it in a completely different direction, which was weird yeah. and worked out for him for for a little. I while. mean, he's <laughs> he he got the bearded Jesus look, right? Yeah. He had the three piece and soda catchphrase. <laughs> you know, he's always been like one of the the gangster types, as mm -hmm. far as his persona goes. You know, it just kind of was like the perfect storm of. You know, Dana getting a I must sell this boner. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, man. Yeah, who knows, man? Uh, I I just want to see who he's going to get booked up against next. Uh, and yeah, we'll see how a welterweight plays out. Uh, but yeah, uh, big ups to Dariush winning his uh, match against Gamrot there. Another prospect uh, put away by a wily veteran. Uh, moving up to. Uh, the contenders here, bantamweight. Oh my gosh. Okay, so how did you guys see O'Malley versus Jan going before it happened? And when what was your reaction? Before it I, happened, I, I for sure Jan won it. I didn't think it was even that close, truthfully. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I was expecting Peter Jan to not have a very hard time. Mm. I honestly expected it to go a lot like how it went, and then I thought, you know, that Jan won after, but. Before, it, I, I thought that the fight was going to go almost exactly the way it went. You know, competitive stand-up, and then Jan's grappling would be the decider. It might even be a, uh, might even be a negative impact on O'Malley's career, because at the end of the fight, that thought, wow, he's for real. Like, that's what I thought. This guy is for real. Yeah. He didn't win the fight, but it was mm -hmm. a big step up in, in, in talent. Mm -hmm. So he's yeah, no. for real. So it could have been a learning experience, right? Instead, it's like, uh, he didn't deserve it, so... He's not going to get much credit for it because I've read a few articles today. There's nobody's calling that thinks that O'Malley won. You know, but yeah, he's saying, I mean, hey, the judges gave it to me. He didn't even like normally he's the talking type, right? But you, the the, the look on his face, yeah, as uh, as the judges, you know, decisions <laughs> were coming out. He was like, and then oh, when they said he won, and yeah, then he yeah, had yeah. a very you know humble, <laughs> very quiet speech afterwards. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's yeah, why he kept saying, I got to go look at the fight. I got to yeah. see what happened. Maybe even he <laughs> yeah. didn't. Like, yeah, there's no way I won this fight, but maybe I did. When I look yeah. at the fight, maybe I'll see something <laughs> that I didn't feel. For sure, for sure. Yeah, like uh, the biggest uh, argument amongst everybody going on right now is like the, the takedowns and the control time. Like, why wasn't this considered amongst the judges when it's been considered for years? Well, what's going on with that O'Malley, even though he, you know, not much uh, damage was done while he was on his back. He was still put on his back, and he was still 
held there for uh, uh, times, like a period of time yeah. before he could get back up. What happened? Is there? Is there? Probably had the most significant strike, the knee to the head that cut him open. But that, was, yeah. But otherwise, than that, I mean, it didn't look good. I don't know if the judges, but they should be. The judges can't be like novices that you see a little bit of blood, and all of a sudden the guy's getting all you know, getting all the credit for the the rest of the fight. Yeah, it's no good. That yeah, was strange. I mean, like, yeah, he didn't lay on a lot of ground or pound. Didn't threaten any immediate submissions or anything like that, but. Like the what stand up there was was competitive, and if I was to judge it on that alone, I'd edge it O'Malley. But you know, when when the fight isn't going your way exactly on the feet, you use your you know grappling to apply pressure and control to nullify his offense, right? To control mm-hmm. the fight to be where you want it. <laughs> and you know, it seems like that's just not something the judges were looking for. Like I guess they saw it as you know him trying to find a way out of the stand up, maybe. Uh, maybe as opposed to being control, that would be stupid. Well, if they if they looked at it like that, though, like uh, yeah, well, that's the point. Yeah. We've all watched MMA for years and years and years, and and that's just not the way it's judged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, if you could say in the striking, it was close, but then you add the fact that he was dominant wrestling wise, he was dominant. Yeah. Period. Yeah, so like even got to be the edge. Yeah, it's like absolutely effective. You have six takedowns and an entire round in your favor, and it just doesn't count. That's an, a third of the fight. Yeah, because like and a, it's just a takedown that didn't you didn't it. defend, definitely not as valuable as a takedown that you did defend and you kept stayed on your feet and you didn't end up on your back and had to go back up to your feet. Like I, 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 yeah. I don't know either. Is, uh... I don't think this is good for O'Malley, though. I think it's bad because, like I said, he, if he came out of the fight, he can come out feeling good. Yeah, I'm. I deserved. I I can fight top five guys. I I'm there. I'm you know still young enough to can progress and get better. Mm-hmm. But now he's got to defend it. I remember when I forget who did he lose to when it was like he injured himself. I mean, he seems his career seems to have these. Oh yeah, Cheeto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, Cheeto, uh, Marlon Vera. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, even Peter, like, like uh, he, should be, he should, he should have a like. It should be like, okay, you're real because I, I wasn't sold if he was completely real. His last fight and the, the, he poked the guy in the eye, and I mean all these right, things. Right. Just a lot of weird things happen in his fights. That was <laughs> a legit true. fight. He showed I deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought uh, even if he was lost, even if he had lost, you know, there was no stock lost for him because. Like you were saying, you know, he proved that he could be there. He could get a well close put. decision. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought uh, I thought it would have been better for both of them because now, you know, I feel like Sean's in a place where, you know, he realized, okay, this is the top level, right? I was, mm-hmm. you know, almost gifted a decision here. And now I have to go go fight the guy who just beat this guy and just beat. I mean, the, the win against TJ wasn't very much, but, you know, this is supposed to be a step down from the champion. And now he's supposed to go a step up without all the experience he would have had if, you know, he had a few more fights after a loss. True, true. And it might be also why uh, apparently now the rumors are uh, they're trying to get Cahuto back to fight Sterling because of this whole, like, O'Malley thing. Like, apparently Dana's feeling like, okay, that that really wasn't your decision uh, to win for O'Malley, so... Maybe you got to be put on the back burner. We'll bring back the old champion that we've been ignoring for a few months. 
And uh, we'll see yeah. if we can sort that out. And all of a sudden, Sterling feels like he has a target on his back. He's, he's like, do you want me to lose so bad that you're going to take this guy you've been ignoring for a while and bring him back just to see if I'm going to lose? I don't know if you guys would entertain that conspiracy theory, but that's one of Sterling's. I think, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't quite understand. Why, why does Sterling think... Because I I heard the same thing. Why does Sterling think everybody... Like, I under, when, when, when Jan kind of need him, I get it. There was like a... There was some uh, question as to whether he milked it, you know. But obviously, you know, in the rematch, he proved there was, there was no milking. He was legit because mm. I didn't actually see the fight first time when it was live. I had read about it, and it sounded to me like Jan was winning. But when I rewatched this, no, it wasn't. A, it was it was a very close fight up until that point. Mm. Like in the first Jan Sterling. Yeah, for sure. I, I I am one of the people that do feel like he kind of milked it because uh, I don't know his body language and stuff. I don't know. Uh, call me crazy, but uh, the way he was kind of like looked confused. But then you also heard him ask uh, the referee at the time. I think it was Herb or whatnot. Like if I if I I forgot exactly what he asked, but he was like it was he implied like if I say I can't continue, am I gonna win the belt? around that line and it was kind of like you know that yeah you hear that on air you see him laying there and yeah he did get hit with an illegal blow and and you know if it's hard enough and he felt like it was hard enough then yeah call it off but uh mm-hmm. just the whole thing though, yeah, like... i think uh I, I think i i think it's just one of the weirdest title runs ever <laughs> for sure you know he, he won the belt by disqualification and then you know it's debatable who won the second fight mm-hmm. I think, and then his what first title defense is against a guy who popped his arm out like a GI Joe doll. Yeah, man, and apparently it was like, like the first minute. No, apparently, a uh, thing. It was for a while. TJ was saying like I popped it like back in May or something. Apparently, while he was like in yeah, camp, I mean... and he didn't tell nobody, no, no officials at least. That no, was I mean... my thought. If the UFC knew that he like his shoulder popped that. The fight should not have happened. For sure. Yeah, no, like, uh, him and his camp kept it secret. Apparently, there was, like, over 20, like, uh, pops throughout the camps. And uh, they did get canceled that one time, right? But And then they rescheduled. Still didn't say nothing. And uh, there, I remember reading this article, like, can we still trust TJ Dillashaw? Because, like, look, yeah. we, we got, you know, it, was, it wasn't a very competitive fight. It was, it was still a pretty good finished by sterling but he was fighting a compromised opponent you know and oh, it was a non-fight because he was like <laughs> the, the shoulder popped within the first minute or two so mm-hmm. it was a non-fight because you can't you can't fight one-handed i mean he was in noticeable pain yeah i mean anytime he got he tried to back up across the cage and you know pull his arm on, on pull his own arm back into its place right mm-hmm. try to yeah. pop it back he, in himself he tried to, you know, I think he threw a double jab at one point and then tried to throw an uppercut. And without the other arm, it's, you know, you're just sending a letter before you hit him, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. So, uh, I didn't know what his motivation was either. Is this like, is, is he thinking, okay, because if it's popping, I didn't realize it popped out that many times in training. If it popped out that many times in training, he's like, okay, I got one shot here and I'm trying to make a miracle. Because... I've known a few people with with that have shoulder separations. Once your shoulder separates, it it pops real easy. 
Mm-hmm. And the more it pops, the looser those ligaments get and the easier it comes out. So maybe it was like, okay, I got one last chance to cement my legacy and I'm going to take, I'm going to try because going forward, I don't see how he could possibly train yeah, even the way he needs to to be competitive. Mm-hmm. And honestly, even uh, in his previous fight with uh, Sanhagen, like his speed is just gone. The, the TJ Dillashaw in his prime, I, I, I think that's gone now, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah, he's made a lot of enough money in his career. It's, you just got to move on. If not, the, all you do, all these fights are going to do is just ruin your legacy, right? Just going to keep knocking it down. Yeah, so what do you guys think? Is it time for TJ Dillashaw to hang him up? or? I'd I think say it's so. got to be done. Yeah. He can't I mean, be competitive like, anymore with that shoulder. The speed, age, it's going to pop for sure. Or it's gonna now that they know his shoulders that bad, wouldn't wouldn't everybody just attack it? Yeah, that's true too. Just start yanking out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't uh I think uh you know like most uh cases time will pass and people will just end up seeing him as what, a two time champion? Yeah, the resume's still there. Yeah, the resume will stand, but you know, people yeah. who like us who were actively watching during, you know, the height of his career and his his suspension and everything, you know, eventually that'll fade. Like, how many uh, fighters from before, you know, are in the Hall of Fame and everything? Meanwhile, they were like the second or third best in their era. Yeah, yeah, like for their division, right? or, like, or uh, fucking Gustafson, yeah. as we were talking about earlier. Yeah, like even people who are champions, right? Like, like Rashad, right? He was definitely a really good fighter for his era, but I wouldn't say he was the best for his era or even the second best arguably for sure that's kind of like where tj is right now mm-hmm. like when enough time has passes people will forget about it you know what like we we're talking legacy and maybe we don't know i mean a lot of times like the legacy is the legacy and that's that's kind of a a fandom thing because that's important but i mean we don't know maybe tj had a couple of years off maybe he's just trying to make just trying to calculate trying to make Try to make as big a payday. I mean, it's going to be a good payday because there must have been a lot of views on that, uh, that oh, pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So maybe it's more about, like, I'm trying to... I would You would know if you were compromising. You know you're slowing down. You know your body can't take it. But maybe you're just trying to, like I said, fatten the bank account because he's a fighter and he's an older guy. He's not going to... You know, he's not going to get a regular job. He's probably just going to use his money to start a gym or... Or buy a business or something, but it's but it but it's money. So maybe the legacy is not the biggest thing in his mind. It's just trying to get in a couple more fights. I definitely agree. Yeah, I think that's, that's true. what it was for sure, for sure. All right, well, let's move mm-hmm. on into the uh, last fight of the night. There, the main event: Islam Makashev, Charles Olives, Charlie Olives. Oh God, our fan favorite, Charlie Olives. <laughs> what were you guys thinking before this fight started? Uh, like as far as how it was going to play out, yeah. I, I didn't actually have an idea. <laughs> I figured, you know, the, the way it plays out is either, you know, it doesn't go to the ground or Oliveira wins the feet and, and Oliveira wins the feet. Mm-hmm. But if it goes Makashev's way, there's only one way it's going to go. <laughs> right. So for sure. I don't know, man. I'm uh, so sold on uh, Oliveira, man. Just him saying like, who has, who has he fought? 
and then I'm gonna get get this done in the first round and his confidence and I was just drinking that Oliver sauce, man. I, I can't uh can't lie, man. I, I, I just thought, yeah, Oliver's gonna catch him and uh he's he's gonna do what yeah. actually ended up doing. That that was my mistake. I really had never watched Makashev's loss. I never, I never watched it. So I said, mm-hmm. "Oh, there's a loss there. Let me go back and look at." it. I looked at it, and then you see him getting caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, then all of a sudden, you go, "Oh, you know what? This is really possible." Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, all the clues. Listen, the reality. Listen, we're making making a legacy. Love Oliveira. Love the story. Everything. But he's still a guy with nine losses, right? Mm-hmm. Now ten. Yes. Yeah. A so guy who you had... can't take that away. Like you can pretend, like you can to to hype up the fight. Say, you know what? Yeah, but his last thirteen or whatever, where you know when he's fought top guys and everything, but he still has a bunch of losses. Like how many guys have that many losses and become champions? There's not a whole ton. And obviously, Khabib, he would not be champion if Khabib didn't step down. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know nobody would be. It'd be Khabib's to lose. So, all right. So. It, it's a guy who wasn't who wasn't supposed to be champion, but he became champion because of the situation. And the clues were there. I mean, when he fought Gagey, Gagey hurt him bad, but Gagey couldn't finish him. Mm-hmm. Didn't follow him. Right, that's what ground. shocked me about the, Is- the Islam fight. He got the better of the striking. That's what surprised me. I did not expect him to get the better, but but then I thought back. Okay, Gagey hurt him pretty bad on his feet. Mm-hmm. He put him down with a shot before he put it before he jumped over. Submitted him, so that was I was I was surprised that he lost that portion of the uh, of the ring of the fight. It is yeah. uh, was a common thing for Charles. Once he got to uh, the top of the uh, hill, there he was getting caught in all of his fights. So uh, I, the difference uh, was Islam followed him to the ground. That's what uh, Islam was saying about his previous opponents. Like they were. They all heard him, but they never followed him to the ground. I'm going to follow him to the ground. So the the difference there was Makashev. Once he had him hurt, you know, well, let's see what he can do while he's uh, hurt and laying on his back. And uh, yeah, he was able to pull off the uh, arm triangle. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a bit worried for Oliveira right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, same thing as you. I was like all aboard the Du Bronx train, but. <laughs> You know, if, if history is an indicator, you know, he's got, what, 42 fights, nine losses. He's a guy who is as big as and he now, is. He lost, the, he lost that one, so he's up to 10. Yeah. Get so he's going into the fight. 33 years old, you know, dominant yeah. champion, just got his first loss for the belt to a younger guy. You know, not to mention he's a guy who's had weight issues and went down to 145 at the time, so... Mm-hmm. You know, if that dreaded three-loss curse after your high points kicks in. Uh... <laughs> yeah. You know what I found weird after the fight? Like, the first thing he was like, Dana, give me another chance. I'm going to come back. Like, there was no... It was just like, yeah, I lost, but he was already trying to trying to get his next... Uh, I, I, I felt like he was just trying to set up his next payday. I mean, he'll still get some good paydays because he's a, a hell of a scalp to have if you're an up-and-coming guy, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, so who would you guys see Oliveira matching up against next if Islam's going to be fighting Volkanovski? I like the, uh, the, uh, what is it? Uh, the Dariush fight. 
Oh snap! Yeah, that might be good. Chandler and uh, he's not going to fight Chandler, Poirier, or Gagey, right? Because he already beat them on his way up. So the only other people there are really Darius, unless he goes beyond that and fights, you know, like Fizayev or whoever, whatever, whatever his name is. Fiziev. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, uh, Sandra? I mean, I do you like that uh, matchup, or do you see someone else there for him? I think everybody's gonna be chomping a bit to get at him. So he's 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 a commodity. So I mean, every every everybody who's a contender is gonna want the fight. Okay. Like I said, because everybody's got to see that he's a little bit like he's like you said, he's a little bit compromised now. He's older. Mm-hmm. He can be rocked. <laughs> You know, who knows? Maybe uh, I guess maybe even a Chan- Chandler rematch. Let him try to square it up with him. Chandler, I mean, going Chandler's a guy that he's a guy that I have trouble seeing being champion because he he's 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 too reckless, right? Yeah. Like he he can be beat, mm-hmm. but he's 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 just a ton of fun though to watch. So I don't know. Maybe let him let him try and uh, avenge the loss. Yeah, the fight with Oliveira was uh, awesome. Ch- Chandler's definitely awesome. That, yeah. The fight IQ might not yeah. be there, but uh, yeah, he's explosive and he's athletic. I can love watching that guy fight for sure. Uh, yeah, I he mean, knows what he is. He's a, this is who I am. He's not going to sweat it. I'm going to go out there and you're going to get 10 I minutes mean, of high octane. Yeah. <laughs> if I win, I win. I lose, I lose. <laughs> like I say, not, not the best fighter IQ, but boy, oh boy, is that fun to watch. Yeah. Love it, love it. I think after Islam and uh, Volkanovski go at it, it'll come down to who just gets the next win. You know, because Poirier and uh, Chandler, regardless of who wins there, you know, that top five beating another top five. Mm-hmm. If Oliveira and Darius, they could sell that against Volkanovski or Makashev, right? Mm-hmm. Like Khabib beat you. Let's see if Khabib 2.0 can beat you kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah, the, I guess... I, mean, I could be off pace, you know. but I... I kind of think Dariush, I'm not saying he's going to, he could beat, I mean, I say he'd be more competitive against Makashev. Like he's, he's got the kind of skills that could be difficult. I could see it being like a decision. Yeah, he's great in scrambles. He shows yeah. that too in his I mean, uh, the whole fight against, uh, yeah, the last fight, I mean, a lot of that fight came down to, you know, him defending a lot of takedowns mm-hmm. and then winning on the feet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's a dark horse for sure, man. Darius, he is yeah, a dark that, horse. Yeah, that's why I like... Uh, like, I mean, if Oliveira can beat, you know, the surging contender on an eight-fight streak, you know, that warrants another shot at Makashev, I think. For sure. But if, you know, Darius can beat the former champion, that also warrants another shot. So whatever you... Whoever wins that fight, you're guaranteed another solid contender. Mm-hmm. Or if, you know, that fight doesn't materialize, then Poirier Chandler, you can just sell the hell out of whoever wins that one. Hell yeah, man. Good shit. Yeah, but you see, I, 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 and I, I just have a feeling Daryush has a chance of winning. I don't know if it'll happen, but he has a chance. I have a hard time seeing Poirier or, or Chandler just yeah. because they have, they have flaws, right? Mm-hmm. Poirier is getting a little long in the tooth, and Chandler is just like, he might, he might crack him. <laughs> might be, yeah. But, but, he, but he, like I said, if it goes, goes down to the ground, it's, he's not getting up. I don't think so. Not, yeah, really like everyone like knows, Islam is—he's going to take you down, right? That—that's the game plan. That's the strategy. That's 
you know, where he's trying to get you to. And <laughs> as far as, you know, the last few handful of fights for everyone in the top five, Dariush, I think, has the best takedown defense. Mm-hmm. And recovery. Because when no, he does get yeah, down, and he can get back up. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, just get him another win. Doesn't matter who it's, uh, who it's against. If he can just get another one, I think that'll jump him ahead of everyone else. And who knows, maybe Volkanovski will be standing there instead of Islam Makashev, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's exciting, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Do you think, oh, what, what is your thoughts on Volkanovski? Do you think, do you think Islam is a heavy favorite going into that? Like, I mean, it, it's, it's, you're moving up, he's moving up and wait. And he, he called it out right on, he was saying, hey, short man. <laughs> That's exactly the truth. <laughs> yeah. Now maybe it's hard to shoot on him because I know, like, like in wrestling, if you're if a guy short, like it's not easy to get under there, mm-hmm. right? To get, to, you know, take him down. He can he can be low to the ground, but there's so many, you know, physical physically. I mean, you know, reach the whole bit, all that stuff. But I don't know how how easy to get him down. But he is a small man. Yeah. Well, I do agree with you in terms of like if Islam beats. Uh, Volkanovski. Does that give him pound for pound status? I personally don't think so. I feel like Islam's got no. a little bit more road work to do in that regard. Plus, you know, yeah, beating a smaller guy, that's that's another thing for me as well. Like, yeah. Go exactly. Up Move weight. up a weight class. Yeah, that's what you man. want. Pound for pound. Move up a weight. Izzy took a chance. He moved up. Mm, for sure. He was beat back down to his own division. Yeah. <laughs> and like, because he beat the smaller guy, not a lot of credit went to Yan for getting that done, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like Adesanya walked away with more rep just for the attempt yeah, exactly. than Jan did for the win. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what it is, man. Um, but yeah, here yeah. Um, let's close this off though. It is uh eight forty one p.m. on October twenty five. It's almost Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Awesome. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. There's fog everywhere here in Toronto. I don't know if it was the same in Winnipeg there, uh, Throbby. <laughs> No, no, just cold and windy. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for uh, coming and uh, discussing uh, the fights, guys. Uh, we'll try and get this rolling again. Good catching you know? up with uh, yeah, nice catching up with you too. And uh, yeah, until we yeah. Uh, see you again, talk to you guys. Let's see some of those future cards there. Maybe we can get together for uh, UFC 281 Adesanya versus Pahel. Oh, oh, yeah, that one should be good. That'll be good. Uh, So, yeah, we'll see uh, when we can link up next. Uh, Thank you to all the listeners that might still be listening. I don't know. It's been a while, so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, thanks uh, for coming on, guys. And, uh, yeah, uh, respect MMA. We back and we out. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening in on today's episode of the Respect MMA podcast. If you'd like to connect with me and discuss your own responses over anything MMA-related, come follow my Instagram or Twitter at RespectMMAPod. And for those of you listening in via YouTube, remember to hit that like and subscribe button to show some continued love and support. Appreciation to you, and tune on in the next episode. Much respect.